Hello, I'm Stefan Eady, Assistant Head of School for Academic Affairs at Darlington School. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'm talking with several of our new faculty members about why they chose to join the Darlington community, what they've learned in their first month, and what they're looking forward to this year. Joining me today is upper school English teacher Bettina Fuentes, upper school history teacher Travis Gaug, middle grades English teacher Keegan Hensley, and pre-K to 8 learning specialist Celeste Rivers. Thank you all for joining us today. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. So, and thank you for representing our new uh, Darlington faculty class of 2023. Uh, it's been a great class so far and appreciate you all being willing to uh, come in and talk about and represent the experiences of everyone. Um, so I gave a brief introduction with just your name and title, but uh, I'd like to go around first and have you all tell us a little bit more uh, about each of you. And maybe we'll start with you, Bettina, uh, talk a little bit about your background because you come from a, a far, far away. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> um, so I've been teaching for over 15 years um, and also uh, served in administration briefly. Um, I've been in Morocco, Cambodia, Hungary, and the United Arab Emirates, and um, teaching English, and just you know traveling, having a great time. Um, my daughter's here at Darlington also in grade four, and she's just absolutely loving it, having a great time too. Great experiences, not only in place but yes. also in positions. You've, you've had some administrative roles over the years, so um, a lot, of, a lot of good perspective to bring to, to Darlington. It's good to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Thanks. Um, Travis, how about you? Yeah, so I've been in different places, um, different teaching experiences. My longest tenure was at a university in Germany, um, and most recently I was at a boarding school up in Maine. So some interesting international experiences here in the room, which is appropriate as an international boarding school. Um, so uh, that, that's great uh, to have you all join in the faculty uh, for that case. And in, in your case, Travis, also living on campus and being part of the boarding community. Yes, um, I had my first experience with uh, duty weekend this past weekend. It was great. Um, yes, I live on campus with my family and two of my daughters. My two daughters are at the school here too, um, and they're loving it so far. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, good deal. Um, Keegan, how about you? You're coming from a little bit closer. Yeah, I'm coming from Alabama. The world of middle grades teaching is entirely new to me. <laughs> um, I've just finished my uh, graduate school. I'm fresh out of grad school this uh, spring where I was teaching freshmen and sophomores and studying literature and uh, I just really love that experience of, of teaching them and so I was looking for a small town environment and where I could teach and this place just fit perfectly. And I, it's been great to be here so far. Good, good to have you. Thank you for, thanks for sharing that. Um, and then uh, finally, Celeste, uh, you uh, maybe not as far as some, but you uh, rose recently in Atlanta, but also spent quite a bit of time in New York. Yeah, some some people would say that um, New York is a foreign country, but <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, yes, I spent the dominant portion of my career in New York City public schools. Um, teaching everything from pre-K to um, high school, night school, and some adult learning. Um, I've spent my educational career in various capacities, uh, most recently as a universal literacy coach. Um, passionate about all things learning, um, so I kind of wandered down here um, initially to take care of my mom, but back in education, which is my passion. That's great, and we, we appreciate you joining us. A lot of good expertise. Uh, already connected a lot with our faculty. Uh, teaching and Learning Center is important here at Darlington, um, and um, I can already tell you have a lot to, to offer us as uh, for our students and our faculty. So yeah, good to have you here. 
Um, and uh, maybe I'll just keep you going, Celeste. Uh, one thing I want to ask everybody next is, um, you know, we we feel like we made a great decision in hiring you all and bringing you here, and we're really glad to have you here. But I'm I'm curious. I'm on the other side of that. Why why Darlington? Why 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 look at uh, this community as a place to join? So great question, and it doesn't change. I've heard that a number of times since I've been here. <laughs> Um, and I kind of think Darlington kind of found me because I can't tell you how it popped up in my feed. Um, but I was looking through um, and I was reading about Darlington and I liked what was written. Um, and what sold me was when I came for a visit, it looked exactly like, it looked and sounded exactly like the website said. Um, so sometimes people pay people to write nice things about schools. <laughs> But it was actually um, what was presented here in terms of the children um, were happy and safe to be. They were just being on normal children, doing normal children things, but they were safe. They were differently um, comfortable to move about and to explore their learning. Um, and the common thread I found was love for the children. Wow, that's great. I, um, I feel like sometimes um you know, we, we bring in a new faculty member like yourself, and uh, you will you will prove that out. Like you you'll, you'll test us to make sure that it's correct, um, and um, I'm glad that that that, that showed through. Um, in that case, um, I think we've hopefully heard that from other faculty uh, members as well. Travis, I don't know what your thoughts are on the why Darlington question. Yeah, I mean, I think it's this holistic approach that Darlington takes, and I think um, some schools focus on academics or sports or boarding aspects, but I think Darlington, my impression was that it, it does well from all of these aspects, and I think that's what intrigued me and, and brought me to apply. You, know, you had experience in a boarding school, and was a boarding school something that you were looking to continue being a part of? Absolutely, yeah. I think, um, especially because my background in teaching was with international students, um, so I think I definitely wanted to pursue a school that, that had a lot of international students. But again, I think it's also the athletics, this, this holistic approach that I think Darlington does so well. And now, having been here, I can see that it's definitely true. All of these aspects really are done very well, and the students benefit from it, absolutely. Gotcha. Uh, now, Keegan, maybe representing the, uh, the younger faculty, new faculty member, um, you know, some experience, which has been good. But um, again, maybe what, what were you looking for in terms of a, of a school? I was seeking at a place where faculty collaborate and work together and aren't afraid to ask questions, you know, and where, you know, where we work together on on every on, on everything, and that was what I was most impressed by. I was seeking out a place like this, but I was really impressed by the dynamic environment and I, and the investment in in, in in you as a teacher, right? Um, and I think those two things rub off on our on our students in a great way when like modeling that kind of community for them, where they're unafraid to ask each other things and help each other out. I think that's one of the things that I was really impressed by when I came here is how the students saw that, you know, from the from the role models in their lives. So that's why. Yeah, I love this theme that's developing and that what you saw is what you got. <laughs> Thankfully, that is that's true, proved to be true. Um, I think there's an authenticity to, to Darlington. Um, and um, we say sometimes if we can get somebody to come to Darlington, to be, come to campus, uh, we're usually talking about uh, future families and students and such, um, that we can win them over. It's not just about the beautiful campus, but it tends to be about um, the, the community and the people, the culture, those aspects. Um, so it's, it is really nice to hear that prove itself out. Um, 
So, Bettina, I'll put, put you back on the spot. I'm, I'm, maybe you would agree with that or not, or maybe you have something different to add. No, absolutely. It's um, you know kind of echoing what they were saying, but then also adding on that there's just a tremendous amount of support here for the teachers, but also for the faculty um, in terms of, you know, if you want to learn something new as a teacher or you want to bring something new into your classroom or go to a conference, um, Rebecca Kinney is very, very supportive with that. And, and you, Stefan, are very supportive with that. And you want us to grow and be the best you know, teachers we can for our students. And I think, again, like Keegan was saying, that's a good role model for our students to be a lifelong learner, to keep, keep trying new things. So that, that was really what Darlington showed me when I came to visit. And again, it's, it's proven true. Yeah, I, I guess that goes back to the authenticity. We, we, don't, we, we don't ask of our students that, which we will not do ourselves. Um, and, and usually we find that our faculty crave that same thing. Um, you know, our students respect us, we respect our students. And there's a mutual uh, learn with passion part of our mission that's, that's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Um, so to, to shift gears then, we, we've been at this for about a month in terms of, of school. Actually, you guys have been at it a little longer than that, <laughs> back to orientation. <laughs> you all came in a little earlier. Um, we've, um, you know, we, we, we spent a good bit of time together as new faculty trying to, trying to get you all trained up and, and onboarded and all, all those kind of things. We spent a lot of Wednesdays together so far this year. Um, and so thinking back over the last month, um, I'm, I'm trying to think about like what are the, the things that you just said that you expected and turned out to be true. Maybe what are the, some of the things that you didn't expect or what are some of the surprises that you might have had uh, experienced in the last month? Patina, what do you think? Um, I was going to say that the students are one of the biggest surprises for me because I've taught in many different countries and it's always been you know eighth grade, ninth grade and they all act the same pretty much and you know in terms of their behavior in terms of challenges that you would have with them but coming into Darlington the students um, again with that support system they have they they are a lot more confident in themselves they are they advocate for themselves with respect and so in that in that case it's a surprise for me how different they are from other students their age they're more mature they know how to handle things better and they do respect you as a teacher um, as a human being, um, which is really, really nice. They, they kind of recognize that. I think part of that might be the boarding aspect because they do see you know, teachers like Travis and, and you on the weekends with your family and things like that. So they realize that you're not just someone in front of them on, in the classroom, you actually are a person with a life. And so that was, that was a really refreshing surprise for me that, that the young people here are being raised in that way to become those kind of citizens or later on in their life. Nice, very nice. Travis, what about you? Yeah, I can further attest to the quality of the students. I've been very impressed with that so far. Um, some pleasant surprises for me um, have come kind of outside of the classroom, um, and there have been two. First one was um, with my advisory group. Um, I had middle school advisees in my previous school, and this year, for some reason, they're a good bunch and they often come to my classroom like during free periods and so that's not something I anticipated but it's definitely been a pleasant surprise for me. Um, You're like, who are these students that want to be with me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and the other aspect was with the with the I periods, um, which is something we were anxious about coming in beforehand because I didn't know any of the students, I didn't expect any of them to sign up for my I periods. You know, we didn't know what to offer. And then, so we just kind of, I threw some ideas out there and 
both of them have been well attended and the students seem really enthusiastic about it. And it's not students, some are from my classes, uh, my history classes, but some are from um, older grades and students that I wouldn't necessarily come to contact with. Um, and it's, it's been a great experience, yeah. And I appear as being that, that little value added, little extra Darlington thing <laughs> that we do that's outside of the, the, the course uh, structure with grades and such, but allows the students to kind of dive into something they're interested in. Um, and we got Legos and Star Wars on Bettina's side. And that, which IPRs are you doing? Hacky Sack and classic films of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Two yes. Very different things. Yes. <laughs> I saw. I saw Mr. Bell came out and did Hacky Sack. Yes, with yes. You guys. He joined us. It's, yeah. Yeah. A lot. Of, and I think it's Hacky Sack is a lost art form. Kids these days don't do it, <laughs> and so I threw it out there. And none of them have done it before, so none of them are experienced, but they're still really eager to learn it. Um, so I, I think our soccer academy students would be really great. I, I have a couple, but you know, juggling a, a hacky sack and a soccer ball are two different things. Uh, so okay. I'm trying to get even the playing field a bit. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's been been really great. I've been able to build a rapport with those students. So very nice. Good. Very nice. Keegan, what about you? Looking back over the last month or so, I'll echo both of both of their sentiments definitely in regards to the teacher-student relationship. Right, it's been really rewarding to you know have those students start to gravitate towards you and start to think, oh, I'm comfortable in this space and I can learn better in this space. And for them to recognize that about themselves has been especially rewarding. Right, um, to kind of ask those questions like, oh, like where where do you think you're most productive? Right, and, and so for those relationships to build has been really exciting. But furthermore, the, the flexible schedule at the lower school, I'm not sure whether y'all have experienced this like at the upper school, but um, I, I feel as though our students have so much flexible time. And so it's exciting to see them learn how to navigate that. And I think it works well for, for everybody down there. It's been really uh, rewarding to see how students learn at different times of the day and see how they, you know, and, and, to, and to lesson plan differently for those things. And it, the structure, allows us to experiment in productive ways. That's what I think is the most rewarding about it, teaching-wise. Like, it's built, it's baked in, which is nice. Yeah, there's a bit of a sandbox here in terms of being able to try new things. Um, a lot of structure around that. Um, so it's not a free-for-all, but there is a, an element of being able to try new things, experiment, particularly in the effort of trying to reach all these different kinds of students uh, that we have. In terms of educators, what we can control are things like the environment, um, and particularly here, our relationship with students. Um, and it's nice to see you already experiencing the idea that that has a profound positive impact on the students and how they how they you know learn um, in your space. Um, actually, the schedule is another one of those pieces that we can control. Um, so yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, Celeste, how about you? So I would agree with what was said. Um, especially since I got invited to play spike ball um, <laughs> with one of the students during break and I didn't know what it was, so we'll teach you um, when we ran out of time. But what stood out, what stands out for me um, more is, um, I'm guessing that the process with which you select your faculty and staff is effective because I get the impression that we are left to be our professional selves without too much. And the analogy that it reminds me of is the um, car salesman who has perfected his craft. Um, that he doesn't leave you alone long enough to be frustrated that nobody's available, but he also doesn't hover so much that you can't make your own choices, right? So I find myself in my space doing what I know to do professionally and being able to reach out without worrying if I'm going to fall and somebody is there to say, 
oh, okay, this is what it is. So um, I value the respect for professionalism um, as well as uh, the opportunity to grow and have support where it's needed. Uh, you know, this is not an easy job, is it? <laughs> and uh, there are actually a lot of people here that want y'all to succeed really badly. Um, and uh, sometimes it's actually a struggle to see you struggle. But as educators, we're like that with our students too, aren't we? You know, sure. we actually have to let them struggle through it. Like learning is not always a painful process. It doesn't have to be um, um, unpleasant per se, but that doesn't mean it's not challenging. Um, and that's, that's just a process we go through. So well, hopefully we're striking a balance. Oh, well, for sure. I, I, always, I always like to tell uh, teachers and parents, I want my students to struggle but not suffer. Yes. So, yeah. So, struggle is good. Fair, fair, very good. Um, Okay, so maybe we'll stop looking backwards uh, as much, although that's a nice reflective process and that's important to us at Darlington as well. But um, uh, let's let's shift gears and just think about the the future. We've talked about um, um, traditions and events and all sorts of opportunities that are coming. There's so much that I know that you still don't know is coming your way and <laughs> be prepared. There's a lot of good fun things happening, but uh, maybe you can share just one thing that you're, uh, that you're looking forward to, um, uh, you know, the, for, for the rest of the, the school year. Keegan, what about you? I'm so excited to get my hands on their writing and to get them started, you know, writing earnestly and for us to practice that. Uh, it's, it's been something I've been looking forward to a while and it, we're at the point now where we're getting comfortable with the class routines, right? And um, we're starting to see them write more regularly and so working with them one-on-one -on -one and being able to, you know, work work with them on that, is, um, I'm really excited to start doing it. Said as a true English teacher? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody here can see me getting more animated. <laughs> the gestures are happening. I actually remember that from your interview process because uh, I think sometimes people are, are still surprised when we're still talking about writing and reading, like those fundamental skills. But yes, they are important and they remain important. And uh, for you teaching seventh and eighth graders, uh, they're not done learning how to write in our. 11th and 12th graders are not done learning how to write, um, so yeah. I appreciate that enthusiasm. Yeah. Travis, what about you? Yeah, it's hard to narrow it down. I think I'm looking forward to getting to know students outside of my, my classes, um, and also I'm looking forward to the basketball season. Um, <laughs> now that I know, I'll be helping out with that, so yeah. Um, yeah. I think you know, having those um, different areas to engage in is, is, a, is a real strength. Uh, for the school, you know, I know for my part, I like to like to continue to teach a class, I like to continue helping with athletics, and just let you or in the boarding program, let you help to get to know students in different ways, and for them to help you, so it, it, it uh, makes for a very rich experience. It makes for a busy long day. Right, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to getting to know the international students more. I started. I'm trying to implement starting this week one day of office hours for international and ESL students to come in and just hang out if they need help with the classes, great. Um, if not, you know, just to get to know each other and I can help them with other classes too. Not that it's close to non-international students, I invited them to come as well. Um, so I'm curious to see how this is going to work. Um, yeah, well, we may not have emphasized that enough about your background. I mean, you were, you were actually uh, heading up the ESL program at Hebron Academy. That's right, right yes. Before you came here. Yeah, and yeah. Teaching, I was teaching history to ESL, ESL students, right. um, but I was the head of the department, so I dealt with all of the incoming international students and placement testing and all of that. So Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, good stuff. Bettina, what about you? 
Um, well, I guess I'm looking forward to Rumpus. I don't really know what it is, and I'm, I'm I already told a couple of Summer Bell boys that don't don't make me eat anything. I'm allergic to some things. Good, so. you already done your research. Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like Fear Factor. I heard uh, that part of it. So um, I'm hoping I can contribute in other ways because it's interesting being part of Summer Bell because they're a boys' house. And I'm not a boy, so it's like <laughs> you know I can get involved to to a point, I guess, and and you know just supporting them, and it's nice because I have a lot of Summer Bell um, uh, gentlemen in my classes, so we connect on that level. Um, also looking forward to tennis season, um, looking forward to continuing that tradition um, that they started last year, and you know we'll keep our fingers crossed for a repeat for the girls and a states for the boys, and do what we can to to get that started. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to to everything that's coming up. Good stuff. Yep. Yeah, even the things you don't know about, right? Yes. <laughs> she says with hesitation. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm down. I'm down for it. You know that. Yeah, yep. doing great. Um, Celeste, how about you? What do you think about in terms of the rest of the year you're, you're looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to um, community service with my advisees and building a strong relationship. Um, in the spirit of what Travis said about it being a holistic environment and seeing them outside of just academia because that's really where you build relationships. Um, I'm looking forward to um, the students that I service and I've even seen some of their friends pop in just uh, a little bit into the learning center to uh, get to the nuts and bolts of making them feel really confident and transferring those skills into their classroom to where they see the benefit of being supported and, and just building that trust with the students so that I can um, support them as best as I can. Nice, nice. Um, any additional things that we have missed or left out that someone would like to comment on? Or share? I don't think about I, as, a, as a parent, I'm just really happy with uh, the experience my daughter's having here. Um, her teachers are fantastic. The activities they're doing, you know, they're really out of the box activities. I, I'm seeing galleries almost every day of what they're doing down in fourth grade. You know, they had the, the insect expo mm -hmm. yesterday. My daughter caught a big old Katie did, you know, on our car in the morning and brought it into Mr. Kinney and she was so excited. So it's, it's just, it, it, there's a lot of really great things happening and I'm, I'm glad to see that they're happening across the board. It's not just up at upper school or down at lower school, it's all across the board. Yeah, the parenting aspect, like for you and Travis, definitely adds another dimension mm -hmm. um, to uh, to understanding the school and appreciating it. And as I myself also as a parent of um, two, uh, and the insect expo that does still creep me out a little bit. <laughs> learning that there are spiders in the world that can eat hummingbirds mm -hmm. is terrifying to me, mm -hmm. but um, it is a great, <laughs> engaging learning so experience. Cool. It was it was really really cool. Well, good. Um, well, thank you all again for joining us. You know, one of y'all mentioned the website several times, and that's a key tool for learning how the school operates. And I, I know one of the things it says on the website is hiring great people is one of the most important things that we do. And, um, and certainly the, the four of you um, as indicate that I hope that we've done a good job with that. Uh, it certainly looks that way. And uh, I say, uh, again, thanks for representing the entire group. We have a great new group of faculty uh, coming into Darlington this year. Um, to, to, to help our students uh, get, get to be better and help the school be better. So, again, thank you for your time. Thanks for having us. Thank yep. you. And we're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. 
You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org slash podcast. If you have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication and advancement teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast.